Good day, everyone, and thank you for joining us in this episode of Taking the Road Less Traveled Through a Disrupted World with David Irvin and myself, Allie Stone. Our intent in this podcast is to have open-hearted, real conversations about our authentic journey through this disrupted time in our world. And we also feel that what we learn from this journey will be able to apply to an emerging new world when we come out the other side. In our commitment to make a difference to difference makers, we want to use this podcast to explore what's happening in this time in our lives, and as well as what's happening in the lives of those of you who are committed to making a difference, making a difference the authentic way. Now, David's mission is to connect leaders to their authentic selves which inspires and enables them to have a meaningful impact on their organizations, communities, and even their families. David says leadership at its core is about influence and it has nothing to do with our titles or the letters behind our names or even the sizes of our offices. Leadership is about the capacity to inspire others to action. It truly is about making a difference. And Allie Stone has joined me on this journey as she has a deep understanding of what it means to lead authentically. She has spent the last 15 years of her career exploring what caring leadership looks like and how organizations can be built from the heart and still be truly successful. For Allie, leadership is life. She believes anything involving human connection is all interconnected in the experience of living. And she is passionate about working with other leaders who are inspired to create something similar. It is her belief that sharing her lessons will help other leaders gain deeper insights and understanding as to the infinite possibility that lies ahead for each of us when we connect with our hearts. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another week of the Other Everest podcast. Um, We're both so excited to be here with you, as always. Um, We love this. We love podcasting. You know, Dave, I haven't like really said this to you, but I'm like really enjoying the process. I enjoyed our mini series a lot. I loved reflecting and just getting that time um, to think about the concepts. And, you know, like there's been lots of conversation around resilience and mental health lately. And I think it's been, it's been really valuable. Um, (laughs) Sometimes maybe I get more out of these than, than uh, the listener does, but that's okay too, right? (laughs) Hopefully they're getting something and taking something home as well. So we are on to new journeys, new roads today. So we are going to take you uh, down a little bit of a path, something that's kind of been top of our minds uh, lately. And we just want to talk a little bit about uh, community. Now, I know we talk about community often on the podcast, but in particular, we want to talk about listening because uh, we're just coming out of, if, you're, if you live in Alberta, you're coming out of another lockdown Things have been crazy. People haven't seen each other's faces for a long time. And, um, you know, other than our significant other, the people that we live with, we haven't really had the opportunity to interact a lot. And so um, we haven't been heard and we haven't been able to share in the way we normally do. And um, so listening was the place we wanted to go today. So I'll stop rambling on and I'll let uh, Mr. Dave come in here because I know he's always got amazing thoughts. So hi, Dave. Thanks for being here with me today, showing up. <laughs> yeah, hi, it's always fun. I don't know if I have any amazing thoughts today, but Allie, we're hardwired for connection. 
it isn't just a need it's in us mm-hmm. to be connected to be a part of to belong to know that we make a difference as i think we've talked about you get suicidal if you know that you don't belong and you don't make a difference we need to make an impact and one of the things i want to have listeners just do a little assessment right now how's your community in your life right now how is how are the connections around you who do you have in your life to be real with i don't think that a day has gone by for me in the last year where i haven't opened up and cried with somebody on a daily basis i would not get through this if i did not have somebody to cry with if i did not have somebody to reflect with we were talking this morning i was talking to a group of teachers and we were talking about the 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 hero's journey and we used the wizard of oz as a metaphor we're not in kansas anymore mm-hmm. and we find ourselves in this strange and new world well guess what dorothy would never have made it without allies first of all she had toto everybody seems to love toto but the three main characters in her story were someone with a heart someone with wisdom and someone for courage so i'm going to ask you in your own journey right now through this pandemic who's walking beside you so that you know you are not alone i know i have a heart community people that i cry with people that i share with people i share my insecurities with people i share my fears with i have a wise community and i put you in that category where we're learning together we're growing together we're contributing together we're living our our life purpose together mm-hmm. we're supporting each other to find wisdom along the way and i also have a courage guy we have this little bubble you know i go and box once a week and and weightlift with this guy in his basement and he's my courage guy and he inspires me to get stronger every every day and to bring courage into this process i would not make it through this if i did not have people around me that remind me that it's okay not to be okay mm. and to keep walking anyway <laughs> yeah who really hold the space for listening and 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 supporting me to be where I am. And I think that that's um really important to think about because I mean as we're both aware that was something I wasn't really thinking about well for myself, right? And caused has definitely caused some heartache and turmoil for me in the in the last few weeks and and I guess the thought that's going through my head is um like having this community um and not being afraid to say hey i need somebody to listen 
because what happened to me, and I was using this as like my metaphor, but I like <laughs> rolled up the window. <laughs> it was like, no, I'm good. Just leave me in here. Put the exhaust pipe in. No, I'm just kidding. But like, seriously, I was just like, just leave me here. Right. I'm just going to roll up the window and leave me here and I'll be okay. And I wasn't okay. <laughs> that didn't end well for me, you know? And, um, I got to a place where I almost like felt guilty asking somebody to listen or yeah, I don't know. I struggled with it. So I think there's a really important piece that when you are nurturing that community, it's kind of always there and they check in. Um, I have this one really great friend and he is just a total empath. <laughs> and so I had a really bad weekend, a really emotional kind of turmoil weekend for myself. And he texted me on Saturday and he said, Hey, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> are you sure? And I was like, actually, no, I'm not. And I got on the phone with him. And so I'm really lucky that I have people like that in my life, but I also shouldn't assume that that's always going to be there. I think that that's uh, important to recognize too. So there's a piece to nurturing that, like you're talking about continuing to have that conversation every day, every week, as much as you can. And having that be a part of your life that's like alive and growing and always flourishing and evolving and changing. And I think that when times get hard, then we, then the support comes easier. We're able to figure out what that is and access it when things get dark and we struggle to find our way to the roll the window down <laughs> in the car again, right? Well, at least you know you're rolling the window up. And, you know, that's all part of the process is we're going to roll the window up as long as we don't leave the car running in the garage. But we're yes. all going to roll the window up from time to time and just say, I just need to check out. I need to protect myself. I need to back away. That's all part of community is to go and be contemplative and reflect. But we need people in our life. I certainly do. That will hold the space for us to do that and that we can come out of that car and say, you know what? I'm, I'm not alone and I need help and yeah. it's okay. And it's not just okay. It's necessary to get through this time to have people that will hold that kind of space for us who will challenge us. And I also think Allie, it's too much on any one relationship to expect that one person will do that for you. It could be mm -hmm. a significant other, but it's too much weight on any relationship to, to bolster that for us. So, so when you, you say know, community, my, that should be. It is totally a like a community. Like we need a half a dozen people. You know, Dorothy had her three allies to get her through it. And the dog. Don't and the, the dog. dog. Four. <laughs> my dog has been my strongest ally some days. 100%. He doesn't give up on me. <laughs> 100%. Um, but dogs as lovely as they are, they aren't capable of metaphorically putting their arms around us and, and holding us and say, we got you on this. We've got you on this. And I don't want to underplay dogs because dogs can be a huge support. But we need, I, I, I like this kind of rule of three, that we need at least three people in our lives. It might be a guide. It might be a confidant. It might be just somebody that will encourage us, that will bring us back to ourselves, but somebody that we can cry with. And it's like that story I think I probably shared on this podcast that a friend of mine 
we, we called the other day and I had my party line because we all have our party lines. We all have our, oh yeah, you know, our niches that, yeah, everything's good. And I've, and, and it's all true. But then she stopped me at the end of, of, you know, a two or three minute speech and said, Dave, we're on the phone. You can take your mask down. And somebody that we can just take our mask off with and be who we are. Fundamentally, it's in our wiring to have that kind of community. Yeah. So we know that it's okay not to be okay. Can I ask you a question? Of course. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> Why do we as humans feel the need to put the mask on? I'm not really sure that I can answer that. Well, I'm not sure I can either. It's an amazing question. And I just think that most of us were never raised by people that knew how to feel safe. It, this is generational. I think most people have been in a protective mode and, and have worn masks all their life. Part of it, I think, come out of my grandparents' generation and their parents' generation. Um, most of us are here out of people who landed in this country and escaped something. Mm. Most of our ancestors left something and we're pioneers and planting our flag and making our independence. I mean, think of the country south of us, Declaration of Independence. So there's this sense of strength and it is a valuable task on the human journey, but most of us have been taught that it's not safe to let the take to take the mask off. So I think that's the best short answer I can give you to that question. What are your thoughts on that? I'm thinking there have been times in my life where I have taken. Sorry, my dog is uh, having a little cough. There have been times in my life where I have taken the mask off to kind of be slapped in the face. Is that a good analogy? <laughs> um, and obviously I took it off for the wrong people. But I mean, I guess I want to, I'm just trying to even think further back, like, why was it on? So that was where my kind of thought was coming from. And that's where your community comes from too, right? Like what we're talking about. Um, you have to have some sense of safety with the people who are part of your community to be able to bear it all, right? But most of Trust. us have been hurt and we, we put the mask up to protect ourselves because yeah. we were raised by adults that didn't know how to deal with their own emotions and their own authenticity. Yeah. And we're hurting yeah. and brought their own damaged selves to their to our relationship yeah and so then we're just kind of like sifting through and i think i actually think um people are really aware now i think people are very open and i think people like to talk and i think i think a lot of people are like us and so i love that and i embrace that um, but it's still like almost like a jerk reflex. So it's easy to pull that mask back up and put it on really quickly in a moment's notice if something doesn't go quite the way you want it to, right? 
So some food for thought, some things to think about. What, what triggers your mask? What are the reflexes you have, <laughs> right? Um, and I think I always say the first step is awareness. So I think that's something I'm gonna explore for myself this week too. Like, what are the triggers? What are the things that make me roll my window up <laughs> and put a mask on? <laughs> and you know, Those are, masks big triggers. are tricky because, you know, we all, I wanna really say that it's our premise around self-acceptance. Just observe compassionately without judging. Just notice when the masks go up and ask yourself, does the mask need to be there? Yeah. Or is it an automatic response? So for me, the mask comes up fundamentally when I take control and I just take over and I can handle this and I don't let anybody in. And I become the lone wolf. Although there's, I, I don't think there's actually such a thing as a lone wolf. I think they live in packs, but generationally, for me, this is, this is historic for me that when I'm afraid, I put the mask, I, I, the mask of independence and self-reliance comes up and I shut people mm -hmm. out. For some people, it's blame. You, you, you mm -hmm. blame people. For some people, it's busyness. The mask can be negativity. The mask can be um, sitting in front of the television and, and, uh, listening to news over and over and over the drama and the entertainment of it and as opposed to really feeling what's going on inside so we need a community around us to help us explore this i mean we certainly do this in our coaching practices but we need confidants and friends in our life that will help hold the light up there and say you know what you don't need to keep the window rolled up it's safe yeah. to come out Yeah, I love that. We all need a little more, little more fresh air these days, Dave. <laughs> and as we say, grant grace. Mm -hmm. Grant yeah. grace. Be patient, but just know that uh, this is fundamental to the human spirit. Thank you so much for joining us once again for another episode of The Other Everest. It's our mission to continue to bring you engaging, heartwarming, and inspiring content. So if you have any feedback or suggestions, please feel free to visit davidirvin.com at any time, as we would love to hear from you. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please rate it, or subscribe, or simply share the episodes with people you know who would also enjoy this conversation. Authentic leaders create ripples in time. Those ripples extend to generations yet unborn. And it's not just impact in the here and now, but impact in here and forever. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of this journey with us. Until we meet again.